in the sleepy village of East Backledge, there sits a community hall with plasterboard ceilings and dodgy central heating. Between the radiator groans and the piss-poor coffee, three adult humans gather to mull on the great philosophical questions of our time. Who are we? What is our purpose? And how do we fix the broken speed bump on Damascus Road? If you don't know the answer, you get shot! Oh, that's right. So let's find out who do we have facing a wee firing squad tonight? Well, he's 41, he's from the village of East Backledge, and it says here he absolutely hates artichokes. <laughs> Well, I think we'd better meet him, don't you? Welcome to the show, Austin Peterson. <laughs> Wonderful to have you on the show, Austin. Now, what's this I hear about you not liking artichokes? I um, just never really got into them as a kid. What do you like? Why don't you tell us why you wanted to appear in Locked and Loaded? Well, I've just lost my job and my house. Um, you know, I can't really see a way out of this downward spiral that I find myself in. Uh, I mean, things really are looking pretty desperate. So, uh, you know, uh, I, I just really do have a nice day out. Well, I've got everything crossed for you there, Poppet. So let's get straight into round one. You have to answer as many questions correctly as possible. And if you hear this sound, that means you've been shot. And you're wrong. Okay, question number one. What is the first law of thermodynamics? Um, oh, I think I know this. Um, oh, God, it's on the tip of my tongue. I'm going to have to press you for an answer, little poppet. Um, is it that energy cannot be created or destroyed inside an isolated system? Correct. Question number two. What did Mariah carry? Ah, oh, God. Uh, sundries? Absolutely correct. Question number three. What's up with Blake at the moment? Um, can you repeat the question? What's up with Blake at the moment? Uh, okay. Um, stress from work? Correct! Join us again after the break for the quick fire round. And when I say quick fire, I do mean quick fire. you've got there oh this it's just a big old bag of money another one <laughs> now just what are you gonna do with all that money uh, i don't know 
Pepsterling billionaire idiot has got so much cash You don't know what to do with it Will he help out the generous herbal liquor? Will he continue just being moronic? Pepsterling That sure is a lot of money, Pep. Yes, sirree. Why, you could help out some charity or donate to some forward-thinking organisation. You could even fund some sort of educational scheme. Ha, those are some interesting options you got there, Mamie. So, do you think you'll actually do any of them? Nah, I'm gonna send a submarine made entirely out of Gouda down into the Marina Trench. But why? Because it's my money. Mine! It, it's all mine! And I'm not gonna share it! I want a cheese boat and I want it now! <laughs> oh, Pep, <laughs> what will you think of next? Let's throw over to our eye in the sky, Shwain McBranadon, reporting on that particularly nasty crash just outside East Backledge earlier today, causing traffic to grind to a halt. Hi Shwain, what can you see? Oh my god, right? I don't even know what's going on, mate. There's all these, like, things on the road. Can you describe them, Shwain? Is it the cause of the crash? It's like these things, yeah, they're like rooms, but they're on wheels. It's what the fuck's up, man. Do, do you mean cars? Is that what those are? No wonder there's a traffic jam, yeah? There's proper loads of them down there. I think if you want the traffic to come through here, you should move these car things, innit? No, Swain. The traffic is the cars. Ah, sick. So problem solved, yeah? Back to you, Tominic. Wait, wait, Swain. Can you actually see what caused the crash? Regrettably, I cannot. However, what I can see is two of those car things, yeah? But all squished up together like a crisp kit after a tasty snack. It is this reporter's opinion that whatever caused congestion will remain a mystery. Okay, back to you, Tommy. Right, okay, but do you think, Swain, it might have been those two car things crashing together that caused the accident? No details have been released at this time, Tominic, but what I can tell you is I'm in some sort of metal box with swords on the top of it, and now I've never been so afraid in my life. Okay, back to you, Tom. Swain, you're a moron. Okay, back to you, Tom. Right, well, apologies, ladies and gentlemen, for that absolute shambles of a traffic report. Let's go now to the weather with our latest recruit here at EB News. Oh my god, right? There's these, like, white fluffy things here all over this massive picture of, like, a green splodge here. I I don't even know what's going on, man. I quit. So, we got a deal or what? Easy, kid. Where'd you pick this up? I rolled over some work job over in East Bagledge. Sage Tamarind or some shit. Wait, do you mean Terrigan? These is Terrigan's wheels? Yeah, that's the guy. You dumb fuck. Get this shit out of here. I don't want it. Get it out. Whoa, Mickey, come on. It's just some guy. Just some guy? Ha! Just some guy, he says. The schmuck who packs my bags at the store is just some guy. Terrigan, he's a force of nature. He'll kill you. Kill you dead. Yeah, he's crazy, man. 
I heard he killed someone once with just the shavings from a pencil sharpener. And like a dagger. That's nothing. I heard he reheats rice. Whatever you heard, it's all true. All of it. That and much more. Mickey, I... I didn't know, I swear. Don't matter, kid. He'll kill you for this. There's only one thing he loves more than his car. What? His butchery car, and you asked the guy who stole that what he did. Okay. Well, you can. He's dead. Dead like Disco. I quite enjoyed Disco. Me too. Okay, so, how do we fix this? Oh, we don't. You're on your own, kid. Yo, Mick. CCTV just picked up Tarragon outside taking off his rollerblades. Heh. <laughs> nice knowing you, kid. No, no, Mickey, please, you gotta help me. Help me, please. Open says me. Um, excuse me, Mr. Terrigan? I think it's open sesame. Oh, uh, what, what did I say? Says me? Oh, so annoying. Uh, I, I suppose the moment has passed. No, I think you could give it a go. Open sesame. Yeah, it's passed. Oh, well. Now, I don't suppose you gentlemen have seen my car? Long time no see, Mr. Tarragon. The kid there brought it to me looking for a quick buck. I told him, I said, not Mr. Tarragon's car, no way, no how. Oh, I see. Well, no harm, no foul. If you gentlemen don't mind, I'll be taking her home now. What? That's it? You're not gonna hurt me? These guys told me you're the worst. The worst of the worst. A real badass. Son, you know what you did was wrong, and you'll beat yourself up about that worse than I ever could. You know, a real badass isn't about uh, how many heads you bust or, or how feared you are. It's about respecting your fellow man and following the rules. Okay, uh, toodles. What do we want? A station to be same. When do we want it? We already have it. We don't want to change. What do we want? A station to be Hi, I'm Jagatha, reporting for Channel 7 News. I'm here at the local train station where proposed changes are being protested. I'm here to find out why. The proposed changes include modernising the waiting rooms, updating the carriages and bringing in automated announcements. All sounds pretty good. However, many locals are against this. Gali is a local protester. Gali, why are you against the changes? Well, it's our station, right? It's always been our station. Now they want to change it. But it must have been changed previously to include, say, this coffee machine. No, right, that machine has been there since my old man's old man was coming here. Wouldn't updated carriages be a good thing? Heating in the winter? Better toilets? Nah, 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 nah. If you're cold, right, put on a jacket. Right, if you need the toilet, whap it out, go out the window. What about women? What are they doing on the train in the first place? Hmm, well, how has the protest been going? Oh, absolutely brilliant. I really think they're going to listen to us, right? 
if they don't, well, you know them hippies, right? Tie themselves to trees just being cut down. Yes. So me mate Pevin had this great idea, strap them onto a train track. Um, okay, I might give the authorities a heads up on that little idea. Thank you for talking to me, Garly. Oi. You nicked. This has been Jagatha for Channel 7 News. Silence! This is our station. You can take our station, but you won't take our freedom. Can you believe it? Such carnage. What did you say? I had my finger in my ear. The forest fires, Pep. Haven't you seen them on the news? The news? I only have that on if I'm asked to speak about my many money-saving tips. Like how you can save on eating at expensive restaurants by just hiring your own Michelin star chef. <sighs> what do you think could be done? What? About the fires. Oh, sorry. That time I had both my fingers in my ear. Maybe there's a way we can arrange some financial aid or additional funding for native wildlife charities or specialised resources for those left homeless. Now hold on there, lady. I think I'm getting an idea. Gentlemen, I've brought you all here today for one very important reason. Just look out of the window and tell me what you see. Grass? A fountain? Frederic, your gardener, gently trimming the hydrangeas? No! Forest fires, you dummies! Well, obviously, you can't see the forest fires from this window. We're currently hundreds of miles away in a mansion completely climate-controlled by the dome, of course. No, But the fires are out there! But what could be done about it, Pep? We're only one far-reaching conglomerate consisting of a billion-pound enterprise, after all. He's not thinking about dipping into the kitty. The man's immeasurable wealth has sent him mad. Gentlemen, gentlemen, calm yourselves. What can be done about this horrific natural disaster indeed? Is it not our duty, our privilege to help those at such a time of distress? (laughs) And so, let me ask you all this. Just how much gelatin are we able to get our hands on? We are reaching the site now, sir. We are now hovering just above the flames. I'm going to begin lowering. Steady. Steady. Okay. I can confirm the mission has been a complete success, sir. You are now the proud owner of one very giant toasted marshmallow. Goody! In a world full of people, only one man can tell everybody everything that is going on. He is... Exposition Man. Help! 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 Someone's in danger. Someone in the road. This sounds like a job for... Exposition Man! Help! Help! Sounds like you need help. Help from this car that has run over your legs. Someone needs to lift this up. You need to be saved. Yes, I know. Can you help? You are lying in a busy street. There are people running around. If the car isn't moved soon, you will lose too much blood and die. Bloody hell! Please stop telling me what's happening and just move the car! She screams in pain. Out of the way, mate! She lives to fight another day. Another successful win for Exposition Man. Help! Help! 
What's that? A child screaming? A burning building? Another case for Exposition Man! Help! Help! Fibbles is trapped! Hello, six-year-old girl, Fillion. What's that? Your cat is stuck on the tenth floor of this burning building? Yes, please help! The cat is on the windowsill. Fibbles has to make a decision. Jump and use one of their lives, or stay in the building and become Kitty Crisps. The cat, a loved animal, paces back and forward. And what's this? Fibbles is risking the leap. It looks like Fibbles was already on his ninth life. The cat, though dead, has been returned to his owner. Another great day for Exposition Man. What's that? Someone's making love with the windows open? This sounds like a job for Exposition Man. For Exposition Man! What's bloody happened to that bloody fanfare? I said this is a job for Exposition Man! The man slowly unzips his trousers. The woman, smiling happily, takes in the scene and looks past the man to the window. Oh crap, she's seen me. Smart, he's back again. Come on mate, get out of here. I will phone the police again. Another day comes to a close for Exposition Man. The voiceover is now wrapping up my tale. Yeah, come on, they, they got it. Has anyone told you how annoying you are? Yes. Speed Bump Repair Committee was written, performed and edited by Jade Gebby, Jules Robinson and Carl Kazana. Follow our road restoration journey on Instagram, Speed Bump Repair Committee, and Twitter, at Speed Bump C, featuring Darren Nesbitt.